I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. And just like that, we're back for another week. We are back. We are back. How are you going, Rochelle? Good. How are you? I'm all right. Have you calmed down after you got your Taylor tickets? I need to calm down. Um, yes, I, I'm not going on today to try and buy more. I'm happy with the tickets that I've got. Um, <laughs> I can't. I've got post-traumatic stress from seeing that blue line. I think about you, I've been thinking about you all week because you got them in the Amex pre-sale via yours truly, which I'm still saying, I stand by this, I am the most important friendship you've ever had in your life. (laughs) And the thing is I've applied. So um, American Express keep contacting me saying we need like, you know, you're approved. We just need some information. And I'm like, oh, I don't need you guys anymore. Stop being needy. I was just using you for Taylor. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, I got my tickets. It was stressful. And then I went on to the Frontier sale the other day. It lasted about 10 minutes. I'm like, I can't do it. No. Then she's announced this other show. Scarlett wants to go. But I'm not like the really good tickets are very expensive. And it's so we're not taking Scarlet with the tickets that you got. Who are you going with? Well, Stuart's saying that he wants to come, oh. um, which he's not a huge Taylor fan, but he can appreciate a good show. So I'm like, yeah. but we'll see. He might change his mind by then anyway. So uh, anyway, I've got the tickets, and um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not spending that amount of money. Like that's a lot of money to take an eight year old. Yeah. And a three-hour concert. So if I can get a couple of cheaper ones, but at this point I don't think I can do it. No. The stress so. that it's putting parents under, like kids are in hysterics because they can't go and they, the money involved, it's, it's huge. Well, there are cheaper tickets, um, but Scarlett's not a huge fan. She just wants to go because of the hype yeah. around it. So I'm like, and also, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot. And her first concert, where do you go from there? Yeah. Just tell her, no, babes, I'll take you to Macca's for a 50-cent cone. Or, or are they yeah. a dollar now? Are they a dollar? No, <laughs> I when they were 30 cents. <laughs> Eggs are $25. So who knows? I'm not sure anymore. Everything is expensive. But, yeah, Taylor Swift, um, yeah, it's it's a lot going on. It it's is. stressful. Well, you can but I got my ticket. Um, we've got some more news this week. So just in the last few days, Vanderpump has been, it's been announced there's a spin-off coming of that. So that's been rumoured for ages now. And I think that we've got Brittany and Jax and Kristen signed up. I didn't watch Vanderpump in the last few years. So I wasn't around for that whole downfall of Jax. When I was watching Vanderpump, Jax was cool. Like he was. He was chunky knit Jax, the chunky yeah. knit. And so he obviously went downhill. I don't know. What do you think about that? Um, Jack's turned into a cocaine bear. <laughs> so <laughs> the memes. Then, oh my god. Yeah, he. I don't know. Jacks did have a downfall. I don't love Jackson Brittany. I don't think we need them back on our screen. I think they are thirsty to get back on. And yeah. even when they started releasing, like I know Ariana had merchandise, and they've got the and just like that. Um, sorry the. What's their restaurant? The oh, t-shirts? Something about her. Something about her t-shirts. 
I get that, but then Jackson Brittany started releasing merchandise. I'm like, oh, you guys are very needy. I don't want to watch them as a family life. I don't know. It doesn't excite me. I love the young, vibrant, like Southern Hospitality, Vanderpump Rules, the young singles or the couples that are just married. When they start to get into baby territory and we're watching them just with their kids, well, I'm living that. Yeah. We don't need so, that escape we want. No. Um, yeah, and I'm not keen for Jackson Brittany. Kristen, maybe, but maybe. even then I'm not overly excited for it. I'm happy with what yeah. we've got. But Raquel hasn't signed back on. No, and they're filming already. Ariana was filming today. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see who shows up, the way that the direction is going. I mean, they're right back into it. I don't know if this is typical scheduling for them, but it seems like they've picked it up straight away. Yeah, I feel like there's normally more of a break. Yeah. But anyway, Mm. um, I also wanted to share, I've been watching Glamorous, which Mm -hmm. is the Kim... Catral, is that how you say her name, on Netflix? Yep. Um, it is cringy. Oh, really? So is, it, what, is it like a drama or? It's a drama, so it's a fiction thing. Yeah. Um, but she, you know, in Sex and the City, she plays this really sassy, sexy yeah. character sort of thing, Samantha. Oh, this is almost back to Mannequin Days. Oh, God, remember the, that movie? Model. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was good in the 80s. Yeah. But now this is. Really, listen, I'm watching it, but she's the owner of a makeup brand and she's an ex-supermodel and they're trying to make it more progressive. So there's a lot of transgender, like gay thing, like people in it, which is great, but I think it's just trying a little bit hard that it comes off cringy. Yeah, okay. And they're talking about drug use. Yeah, there's something about it. It's, It's a very light watch, but I am finding it. And the reviews are all sort of coming back that it is a little bit cringy. Maybe and that's she why played- she's agreed to be in the final episode of And Just Like That. <laughs> Maybe she's looking yeah. to lift that reputation a bit. The character that she plays is so opposite to what we've seen her as. And, yeah, it reminds me of Mannequin. Oh, my God. Which I did love in the 80s. Look, but- I may or may not watch that. It depends. <laughs> got time. Like, I've just had it on the background. Yeah. Let's sort of sit down and watch sort of thing. But... Um, speaking of and just like that, it was on last night. Yes. Still loving it. Um, I don't know. Not as much as the first two episodes. I've gone back really? to sort of like. Yeah. See, I loved it more. Oh, see, I feel like it was a bit Miranda heavy. I'm not loving oh. the Miranda and it was Miranda heavy. It, and anything to do with Miranda is just cringy now. Like you're just waiting for that embarrassing thing that she's about to do. I almost couldn't watch the screen during yeah. the scene where you just knew her mobile phone was going to ring. Oh, I know. Like, oh, my God. When is this, like, can we just get this painful moment over, please? Because it's so embarrassing that she can't even use a phone. Like where's lawyer, like, partner of the law firm Miranda gone like we've lost her identity completely and she's become this bumbling old lady that's what I'm feeling and like she can't work out her android phone I have an android it's not that hard it's really look I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna back her up there android sucks (laughs) I can't figure it out I did it once I will never go back I'm apple (laughs) but in reality 
the only trouble I've ever had is that connecting with iPhone users, like it's different, like you can't send the group messages and all that sort of stuff. But she was such this strong female character as a lawyer when she was with Steve and now she's like the opposite and she's the bumbling one in the relationship. She's the one that, like at least turn your phone on silent yeah. and excuse yourself. Like if you know your son's having a crisis, and like she would know that. The old Miranda from the Sex in the City would yeah. have known and now I'm like, oh, so that I think I didn't love that. The Carrie stuff where she couldn't read the book and all that sort of yeah. stuff. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like it was dragged yeah, I out. Cried. The I cried at that. I was like, that is sad. That is sad. We're so yeah. opposite, you and I. We really are. Like, look at your face. Like for anyone listening to this and not watching us. Oh, my God, you're looking at me like, what the hell is she No, I feel sorry. I do feel sorry for her. Like, obviously, losing her husband's horrible. I'm not happy about that. I just think, I don't know, reliving it and going over it again, and it's like, where's Aiden? (laughs) That's all you care about, where bloody Aiden is. (laughs) So, um, yeah, and I like the thing about the MILF list. That was quite funny. It was, and I found it a little bit hard to watch because I was watching it thinking, they're basically objectifying so when it flipped so when they were talking about how hot the kid was Mm. they were objectifying a student I'm like oh my god this is quite I can't believe they're doing this sort of thing but then they flipped it around and were like this is not okay sort of thing so I liked that there was the balance of that but it felt a little bit weird and icky watching it it did but I mean I think that sometimes Sex in the City used to push those boundaries. Yeah. And that's where I'm finding, and I think that's where I'm struggling with the carry, dealing with the passing of big and all that sort of stuff. I'm like, okay, it's just not that fun. Yeah. It used to be really always lighthearted and fun and things would come up and it used to push the boundaries and now I'm like, okay, I get it. It's very sad what happened, but the whole episode, and it would be hard to read, I get it, but yeah. I think I liked how it sort of pushed that boundary a little bit and then they reversed back and made it okay. But I, I thought it was funny. Yeah, look, the the fashion, they're killing the fashion. The fashion's fantastic. This whole white sweater, um, you know, with logos and printed, you know, cartoon sort of work on it. I think there was a Monopoly board on Carrie's sweater at one point this week with a white chill skirt. I like, I nearly died when I saw that. I'm like, I need that. I Googled it. There's nothing. I can't find anything. I'm, I'm going to keep looking for it. But even when she went and did her little shopping trip, like when she came back into her apartment with all those bags, I was genuinely excited. Like I was like, oh, I wonder what's in the bags. It yeah. got me so happy for a moment. And she's opening the boxes and one of the boxes is a red box. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have one of those boxes I have shoes from that designer and then she's opened the box and they're the same shoes that I have they're just in a different color and I'm like oh my god oh, <laughs> I was you just... need the white sweater is oh. that why you're wearing a white sweater today look it might be yeah <laughs> I've been looking for oversized white sweaters I haven't found one I like so I'm just wearing like a white long sleeve tee <laughs> but just it just brings me so much joy and I tell you what I love Seema Seema as a character, is holding her own against the Samantha Gap. Like that's really what she's there to fill. Yep. And I think she fills it really well. I, just, I do too. And I'm, I'm enjoying her more than Miranda. Yeah, yeah. And you know what else I think they did well this week is that I liked the amount of Brady that they had in there, so Miranda's son, but yep. it wasn't so heavy on the kids. 
it was more about the women and it's yeah. like I know they've grown up I know that they've got families and they're different they're different people now but we want that core group we don't need yes. all the extra family members and all their little problems and their little life issues we actually want to focus on our core group and I just feel like this episode did that and it's going yep. to move it in the right direction for the rest of the season yeah it was good I'm going to keep watching it yeah. it's a lot of people it's divided on the internet whether it's cringy or whether it's but it is sex in the city was always like you said last week was always a little bit like that yeah yeah you watch absolutely and how she puts her shoes in the oven like let's be honest who's storing their shoes in the oven like you are if you live in New York (laughs) yeah but I mean do you know what I mean like it's but it was always just like that it was that thing that you loved and the wild like the fashion that was really out there you wouldn't really be wearing half the stuff that she wears but you can appreciate it yeah yeah I I I love it it's the highlight of my week I really look forward to it now Mm. now show me your mug Sonia toaster oven mug. You, I can't believe you have a Sonia toaster oven mug. That is awesome. Sonia with a sexy J. She's my favorite housewife ever. Oh my god, she's, I love it. And I can't leave a bucket list to me. Yes. Oh yeah, Bravo. If I was at BravoCon, she would be. Yeah, I just think she's so entertaining. Yeah, I can't wait for Crappy Lake. Is it next week or the week after? I don't know. Soon. I need it though because this week has been lacking. It has been light on. I mean, we're talking about things that are not really housewife related a lot of the time, so they need to up the game. Bring back Sonia with a sexy J. Yeah. Okay, now Kardashians was on last night. Um, it was an interesting episode. I liked it. I did enjoy it. I mean, it was the Kim show. It was pretty much Kim and Chloe for the entire episode, with a little bit of Courtney whinging which is what she does. Like that's her contribution now. She doesn't have anything to do other than bitch about everyone else. So I'm really over her. I like the fact that they captured what we'd already, we'd seen this on social media already that Kim went off for her 42nd birthday to Vegas, that they had to turn around because of the weather. So that was a, that was a thing that was all over social media at the time, but they actually captured it for the cameras. So it didn't feel as staged. I, I think I just enjoyed that. What felt more like a fly on the wall style of filming. Um, this, the intro scene where she was at the DMV getting her license photo taken. Now, my first thought is like, they opened it for you specifically. Like they stayed open. It, it, it's notorious in the U S how long you have to sit and wait at the DMV. So to just get fast track through, it's going to piss so many people off. But then I thought they probably do have a rule like that for celebrities, like they do at the airport. They've got little sections that they take celebrities through because you can't have them out there with the general public. So I'm like, yeah, okay. And then the more they got into it, the more relatable I felt with her with that photo because when I was having my passport photo taken many years ago, this is before now. I don't care now. I couldn't give two shits. 
I had a spray tan. I had hair extensions put in. I had lash extensions in. Like I had a full face of makeup with full contouring and I went to a professional photographer rather than just getting like the one that you get at Australia Post. I went to a camera shop with proper lighting. So I had this gorgeous photo, like I went all out. And then I tried to reuse that photo a couple of years later when I had to redo my passport and the guy's like, this isn't you. <laughs> like, yeah, well, it is. He's like, did you get it done in the last six months? And I'm like, no. It's like, well, you're going to have to get a new one. I'm like, oh, but I'm so much less attractive now. Oh so, look, I know the whole glam squad lighting thing was so out of touch, but I could relate. See, I have never felt, I've never, like, I can't relate to it at all. Okay. I don't care. Like I, I I do my makeup and I do my hair and things, but I'm not like glam team, need lighting. When I watched that scene, all I had in my head was like, remember when she lost her earring and they were like, Kim, people are dying. I'm like, Kim, like there are people in this world that have bigger problems and all you care about is how you look in your license photo. And I get that they've opened the DMV for her. I get that because you can't. There'd be a ruckus when any celebrity, you'd have to have those things in place. But I find it incredibly vain. Oh, so vain, so vain. And I, it's not relatable. I, I, it, it annoyed me. You know what um, I found interesting this morning is that Courtney on her Instagram posted a photo of her driver's licence photo on her Instagram today and it's like oh really? are you having a little dig because it was sort of plain it wasn't yeah it wasn't anything fab about it. I'm like are you having a dig yeah and yeah. I just think like for me I, I sort of watch it and go oh but then you've got there's such role models for young girls and you <laughs> <laughs> there's people that really put them on a pedestal and it concerns me that I think that people are so worried that, that you've got to get all this stuff done to get a driver's license photo. And it's like, just just relax. Yeah. Live your life. Like if you want to put makeup on, fine. If you want it to look nice, I understand, but you don't need to go to these efforts. So for me, I I couldn't have thought it was less relatable. Um, the D and M between Chris and Kim, these things that they keep doing to try and justify their shitty attitudes and their yeah. boring lives like where she's like Kim you deal so well with the trolls I'm like like we don't need this little DNM thing that you're having where you both pump each other's tires up where you talk about how fabulous she is and if people knew the real her we'd all appreciate her I'm like if you're that concerned about what people think stop the show and that's how I feel with Courtney as well yeah she yeah. hates it she hates the show stop the show and then I feel like Kim's just spending all these times and Chris like justifying their actions I am not a troll but it makes me a bit trolly because I'm like stop it if you don't like it you've got enough yeah. money um far too many of these little deeper meaningfuls going on far too to many justify to counteract the feedback they're getting and I'm like yeah I don't want um the turbulence on the plane was the earth telling them to stop flying private jets for stupid shit that you don't need that they're causing the, the earthquakes that keep happening in Melbourne. Like it's them. You're blaming the Kardashians <laughs> for the earthquake last night. Are you? I don't know. But like we're going to get cancelled. 
<laughs> I'm like, for God's sake, like they're carrying on. And then when they're like at they stop the plane and like, we're so fun. We're getting fast food. Oh, oh my God. Like they look so skinny. And then they're all eating these burgers with all these requests. And I think, and then like they're so out of touch. So you need $300 for takeaway. And I was like, oh my goodness. I don't relate to it at all. Oh, look, it I would, the only thing I wanted to know was if any of them ordered what I order from In N Out and they don't. It's double double with animal fries. Animal fries is on the secret menu and it is oh. amazing. So when we go to the States, we'll be going there. <laughs> it's really good. Will be so fun getting takeaway. Oh. You know, wear yeah, my I, bra, <laughs> wear my tiny little bra. <laughs> I my blonde wig. <laughs> I'm I'm so mindful of how people idolize them, and I think that that's concerning to me. How thin they are, how their body image. Kim looked very thin this episode in that bra with the pants, and I just think hmm, I don't think they're a good example anymore and they're out of touch and their dnms aren't going to help them be any easier like any more in touch but um yeah the private jet thing i know everyone flies like people fly for a private jet but it's, i don't know doesn't do it for me anyway anyway moving on <laughs> <laughs> um below deck sailing it's my favorite i am it's my highlight of my week at the moment because they're really in the reality TV world other than, like, you don't have a lot. Um, mm. So I'm loving it and it's I'm finding it the best out of all the Below Deck seasons. So the sis- Daisy's sister came to visit. She did. Um, and the noises, the sexy noises. Oh, I can't sweet. handle sexy noises. <laughs> Even if it is Colin. Um, and then. The sister got in the bed when they were doing sex. What were they in there? I didn't. I thought it was after. She opened the door and she's like, "Oh, you guys!" And then she just jumped in and said, "I need love too." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't know." I must I don't, have I, watched that. Well, I don't know if it was at like it was very close to the the act. <laughs> it was weird. Like I, I don't have any siblings, so I don't understand. The bond, but I don't know. I don't think that that's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, no, that's crossing anyway, a line. In the bed. Um, Gary is a crybaby. Yeah, and he's causing controversy with Daisy. Like, keeps trying to kiss her, keeps flirting with her. He's trying to have a relationship with Mads, which I don't think he really wants. No, he, he doesn't. Just wants her because she doesn't want him. And I love that she's doing what he does to every other girl, every other Same. season. So I'm loving that. Yeah. Um, Go Mads. Yeah. It, it was a good episode. The guests seemed like they were going to be high maintenance, five pages of preference sheets. Yeah. But do you know what I love? This there was So it was a group of gay guys. So I think there was five of them or six of yeah. them. And the guy spelt out exactly what he wanted. Yeah, and then got on the boat and acted like he was surprised that it was all happening. And I'm like, this is so yeah. good. I love this. Oh my god, it's Mardi Gras theme or Pride theme. And I'm like, I yeah. love. It's like ten course dinner, rainbow dinner, but then sort of acted surprised when it happened. And I like, I like that. You say what you want, and they got what they wanted, which is fine. But they weren't demanding about it. They no. weren't. They were nasty really good. Gross. They were lovely. Yeah. They appreciated everyone, and they left. The biggest tip I've ever seen. I've so never seen a $30,000 tip before. That was no. huge. 
So even though they seemed like they were going to be really demanding, they they were lovely. They were just paying their money and getting what they wanted out of the experience, which I think was fine. Um, but, yeah, loved it. Loved this episode. Keen to see what happens. And last week you were saying you wanted more of the charter because there had yeah. been a few episodes where they'd been off. Too much so, about the staff, yeah. Yeah, so next week's another charter. They're picking up charter again. Um, but, yeah, everyone's hooking up with everyone. Chase has grown on me still. Chase is heaps better. He has grown on me too, I think, and he's grown on them as a unit. They were a bit like, oh, Chase, and now they're like, oh, no, I like Chase now. He's good. Yeah, I think it was awkward and they didn't get his humour a little bit at the start. But, yeah, I'm. it's fun. I liked watching the boat racing. I loved when they were racing the boat that was next to them. I want to know how to make those little toilet paper roses because that was a request from the primary that the toilet paper be folded a certain way. I loved that. Alicia is killing it as the chef. The food she's preparing, like she is doing an amazing job. Um, And she gets stressed but she's not... um, angry like some of the other chefs have been you know how chefs are notoriously quite they get angry yeah she's really good she's calm yeah yeah one thing I spotted during the week on social media was some stats around the viewership of so like the ratings of below deck sailing yacht and they're actually pretty low it's not yeah it's not doing as well as I would have expected it to like as you said like this is your favorite and I I agree I think so far this has been my favourite um, and, yeah, it's just not resonating with the viewers as much. So maybe it was a little bit too much about the crew because they did get yeah. right deep into that whole love triangle thing and it really has been the focus of the season. It's been the Colin and Gary thing. Yeah, if you haven't watched the previous season so you don't understand maybe their dynamic, whereas yeah. I enjoy it, like the, I'm enjoying the season, this one, Below Deck Down Under, I enjoy as well. Yeah. I really used to enjoy the other ones, but then I think Christina the other week was saying you don't you need to have the same sort of core stuff. Yeah. And the other ones are swapping around a little bit. They're Too trying much. to find. And yeah. so you're sort of trying to get them to know the characters. Whereas this one, you've got the three main the heads and yeah. then the others swap around. And I think like below deck down under, you've got Aisha coming back, Captain James is, James is coming back. So you've still got that main dynamic. Yeah. So oh I my think God. that's so excited to meet them. That's less than three weeks away. It's like two and a bit weeks until we get to meet them up in Sydney. Oh my God. I'm going to be so yeah. nervous. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway. Yeah. yeah <laughs> try not to make fools of ourselves. Yeah. That'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. All right, now on to Orange County. So Real Housewives of Orange County was on last night. I have to confess, I only got about 10 minutes into this, so I have very few notes. <laughs> really, I am enjoying Emily and I like Gina. Like I'm liking the new, uh, the newer blood and I'm not really liking the Tamra um, and what's her face? What's the one that she's always fighting with? Um Yeah, I don't know. It's just I'm not feeling the old the old characters anymore. What do you think? Um, I don't mind. I I like. I don't love Gina. I for seasons I haven't loved her. She doesn't bring what I need in a character. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't love Gina. I've always loved Emily. 
I have seen the photos of her this week come out super skinny. Yes, she's come out and said that she used Ozempic on the recommendation of the doctor and then has had surgery. So she had liposuction on her arms following the Ozempic. Everyone's bodies have changed so much. One thing I like about OC is that you, like, there are women with multiple chins. Like, yeah. not everyone is super skinny, but yes. the footage that we're watching now is not the women that they are today because of this Ozempic craze that is just going wild. So, yeah, in the US, they must be just handing it out. Yeah, pretty and much. And also, people using it for you know, for the diabetic, for weight loss if you're pre-diabetic or if you need to lose weight. But I think that, I don't know, I worry about, again, younger people, the impression that it's giving, and then also um, what happens when they come off it? What are the side effects? How does this work? Um, Emily, I liked her, like, last season, I think it was, they were, like, at a sauna and she's, like, just pulled a a turkey sandwich out of a handbag. (laughs) She's, like, like, Emily's funny. and. Um, I do like that she's owned up to using Ozempic because first I thought she wasn't going to. Yeah. So I think it's good that she's owned up to it. I don't know. Um, I think the whole craze is a lot at the moment and I'm interested to see how it pans out when they come off it. Can you stay on That's it? That's right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ryan with the new gen girl and he's a cheater. He's a cheaty pants. Oh, yeah. Alarm bells like- there. So many red flags. He's cheated mm. on every single person. I don't know about him. Um, and then Heather, fancy pants Dubrow, talking about <laughs> that she needs shit kickers and then gets Chanel gumboots out. <laughs> That's what I love about Heather. I love Heather. I will yeah. always love Heather. <laughs> yeah. I like it because she's just so, she's she owns it. Yeah, and that's how she she's got the money. She owns it, and she's like, "Well, what can I use Chanel?" And next week she's asking for something else. Oh, Chanel, uh, a shovel. She's like, "Do they have Chanel shovels?" <laughs> so, um, her fight with Taylor about the IMDb and all this sort of stuff. I'm, that's funny. Like it's so ridiculous. They're fighting over the roles in this movie, and then Taylor offered her a role, and Heather saying she shouldn't have to audition. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's such Silly. an OC fight. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm liking the season. This week's episode wasn't amazing, but mm-hmm. I like that fun Shannon seems to be coming out where she got dressed up and stuff. I like Shannon in that mood. Yeah. Tamra, I don't know. We'll see what's going to come out of the season with her. Yeah. Watch this space. Yes. Um. Now. Martha's Vineyard, Hmm. last episode this week, was it? It was, yeah. That marriage. Yeah. What is going on? Why did she marry him? I tell you what, Silas should be very happy that that was the last episode of that series, like that show, because my blood is boiling about the way that he's speaking to his wife and is basically just a pig. Yeah, he's horrible. Like, he's a horrible person. I don't give guess. that marriage anything. Like he's, she's going to wise up and see all of this. How did they get to this? How did they get married? Like, it's like she's a completely different person in the house. She's just yeah. decided, oh, I'm not the submissive 
you know, easily controlled wife. So he's, he likes his routine. They've got their, their gender-specific roles that they do at home. But she's so quick to throw them out the door as soon as she went to Martha's Vineyard. It's like, are you just putting that on? You're faking it for him to make him happy? Like, what the hell? Yeah. And when he says, you need to bring me food, men shouldn't bring me food or something, and I was like, <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. I've, I like this season. I yep. really rate the show. Love yep. the characters. Think it needs a second season. I will be interested to see if next season if they're still married. Yeah. If I was, if that was my marriage and I watched that back, I'd be like, oh my God, I need to get out of this. Yeah. Like, and like cool. they don't have kids. Like now is the time. Yes. Like it's yeah. too, because once you've got kids, and that'll get a whole lot worse too, because there's more mess, there's more work. You yeah. need to share things. So watch this space with that. But it has been a really good season. The um, fight Atlanta. at the end was, oh yeah, the fight, the, the fight with Bria. Like that was intense. I was like, wow. What a way to finish the season. Yeah. She's an interesting little pocket rocket, that Bria. Yeah. Like, I mean, good TV. Yeah, but some really good characters. Mm. But, yeah. Um, and I didn't watch Atlanta this week. I'm bored. Um, I think I started to, I wrote a couple of notes. Where did it go? Um, oh, what was with the roller skates? What is with everybody what? doing music clips or whatever with, roller skates it was like watching the the Kardashians all over again and wasn't it Jersey New Jersey did it as well Mm -hmm. they went like stop roller skating (laughs) yeah what's happening cool about that stop it yeah we don't want it no so they roller skate this okay yeah there was some roller skating and I'm just like oh and I just wrote down that Marlo is a lot and I'm like that's it that's (laughs) I'm bored I'd rather wait for Crappy Lake to come with Sexy Sonia with a J. Um, We've got Miami, which is coming back, I think, in July. We've already got Miami coming back. They've finished it. They've edited it. So we should have a trailer coming out for them really soon. Yep. So I'd much rather. Not Peacock. Yeah, not Peacock. So we probably won't get the double episode or the triple episode at the beginning, which seems to be a Peacock thing. Yeah. Yeah. that's one thing, just going back to Below Deck, they did a double episode of Below Deck again. I'm like, this is my palate cleanser, Below Deck. I need you to extend it out as long as possible. Stop making it finish early. <laughs> but I think they're trying to get onto the new season of Down Under. Yeah. And there's like, nothing else on on a Tuesday because you used to have Summer House and Below Deck. Yeah. So really, and then for us, there's nothing on a Wednesday at all. No. And then everything's sort of Thursday with, it's it's just the timing at the moment. It's just not you know, a lot happening. Like there's an ultimate girls trip that's waiting that's been filmed, so they're getting yes. that ready. We're still waiting yeah. on New York. The, yeah, when's the reboot that of, Yeah, reboot of New York's still got to come out. Like, there's a lot to yeah. come. It's going the second half of 2023 is going to be big. Yeah, but we've covered everything. We have. That's it. Okay, we can breathe now. You can count down the days and the minutes until you see Taylor Swift. And oh, I can just hear yeah, that. Wow. I'm glad that I got the tickets because it was going to go from loving her to like, no, nah, get out of my yeah, face. I never want done. to hear her again. So we were never getting back together if I didn't get the <laughs> tickets. I've got well, them. So I can rest you are in the very small percentage of people in Australia who are going. You should feel very privileged. I hope more people uh, get them today. 
You but can yeah, live stream it from the Reality Mums account. There you go, everyone. <laughs> if you didn't get tickets, Rochelle's going to live stream it for you. Okay. Yeah. That's our gift to you. We got me. tickets. <laughs> yeah. All right. We all got tickets. We all got right. tickets. See what we do yeah. for you guys? Yes. <laughs> all right. On that note, we're going to say bye. Thanks so yeah. much. Have a lovely week. I will have a lovely week. Thank you. Um, and to everybody out there, hope if you wanted tickets, you got tickets. Um, and if not, well, you can live vicariously through Rochelle. Yeah. Sounds good. All well, right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on.